So hi, welcome to the Good Nights Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm John from the band Fucking Whatever. <laughs> and we're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start, uh, so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? Um, the band was was started, uh, I guess, technically on, on a tour about four or five years ago. Um, um, Taking Back Sunday was on tour with Dashboard Confessional and Sayosin. Um, Anthony Green is in Sayosin. And at the time, um, Ben was the drummer for Dashboard Confessional. And after shows, we would just hang out and we would want to just make music and do something kind of creative and fun. And so we just did these like acapella jam sessions with him, Ben playing percussion on whatever was around the room. And uh, so that was the, that was the start of it. We, the only thing we recorded at that time was just some stuff on our phones. We didn't really take it that seriously. And then uh, during the pandemic, Anthony got in touch with me and um, we started talking about, you know, following up and we talked about releasing some of those songs that we recorded on our phones. But uh, after we talked about that more, we just thought it'd be cooler to, to try to make some new songs and that, uh, yeah, it just kept going from there. And, uh, and the band name came actually on that tour because we talked about if we would ever do something for real with, with this project what what would we call it and ben was just kind of like off the cuff he's like well you know we can just call it fucking whatever uh-huh. yeah uh, you know um and and then we then we were like well let's just actually call it that why not <laughs> yeah yeah it's just what like i was just so surprised at like the sound that came from the cp coming from like the bands that you guys come from i just mm-hmm. this wasn't what i expected a side project <laughs> from like the amalgamation of these people to sound like yeah i i think i think a lot of people were were surprised by it um which is which is good that makes me happy <laughs> definitely <laughs> uh, so congratulations on your newest self-titled ep release uh how do you felt the response to it so far um, I, I feel great about it. You know, I think we all feel really good. It's the, the whole project was, was just really fun for us and, and kind of therapeutic too. It was like in the middle of the pandemic, we were all looking for something creative to do and a way to connect with other people. So it, it was really, this whole thing has just really been for us to uh, enjoy and connect with each other and so right from the start, anything else that happened with it was just kind of a bonus. So, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that people are into it and responding well to it and, you know, like uh, that's that's just like an, a great bonus to this fun little project that we put together. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's good. Uh, so what made you guys choose Original Sin as the lead single for the EP? Um, we felt like that was kind of a breakthrough song a little bit in, in the process of, of, of our writing. Um, we had kind of got into this thing, this routine where we like Anthony, Ben and I would kind of lay down a basic version of the song and then we sent it to Adam. Um, and then Adam would add like all these new parts to it, you know, these new vocals and melodies and, um, 
sometimes he just kind of put them at the end of the song and then we'd hear it and be like, oh man, that's really good. And then that has to be happening more. So then we'd go and rearrange the whole song and put his new parts in the middle of the song or at the beginning yeah. sometimes. And Original Sin was one like that, I think where whatever he added to it kind of like became almost the focal point of the song or he felt like it should be. And, um, and it, it just changed the whole thing. So I don't know. It, it just, I think that was the first time that happened. And, and then it kind of what the project was came into focus a little bit more. So we felt like that was, you know, that was a good single. Definitely. All right. Uh, so is there any reason why you decided to make the EP a self-titled and is there any meaning behind the cover art? Um, I think it's just self-titled because we didn't have any other ideas. <laughs> okay, uh, that's fair. <laughs> I think we, I mean, I think also, I guess, since it's our first, uh, our first release, it kind of made sense to just say, mm -hmm. this is the band, this is who we are, here are the songs. Um, and the cover art, we, uh, um, Anthony got in touch with an artist friend of his I wish I remember her name unfortunately I don't at this moment but um he kind of just asked her to come up with some designs kind of more as like a logo or like a t-shirt design for the band and that was one of the ones she came up with and we all just loved it so much um we just you know felt like that that should just be the, the cover and you know like a shirt design and and anything that we could use it for we wanted to, to use it perfect all right uh, so can you tell me a little about your writing process for the CP? Yeah. Um, what, when it started out, what, what we started with was um, Ben would, would record all this different percussion stuff and make a beat. Usually it would be like, five or six different things, you know, like him doing a little part on a wall, like him banging on a pot and or him like hitting on a, a table or a floor, whatever was around and that he would loop that. So it would just be this section that kind of, and then he'd send it to, to us. And it'd be, you know, like this four or five minutes of this same drum loop going over and over again. So at the beginning, I think he did like four of those. And then um, I think the first song we worked on, I took that, and did a bunch of like oohs and ahs and just kind of layered those and also looped that. And then we sent it to Anthony and then Anthony sang a bunch of lyrics and melodies over it. And then we sent it to Adam and then Adam added uh, his lyrics and melodies. And uh, then after that was all added, we did a lot of kind of rearranging the, the songs and I, I would kind of then start to take things in and out at different parts because since it was looped, it would be obviously a lot of the same thing over and over again. So to keep it interesting, I would, you know, uh, bring different parts out for a section and then bring something back in and while something else came out, you know. So that was how it got started. And then after that, it started to become more anything goes. Like Anthony sometimes would just send us um, lyrics and melody he would just like sing acapella to like a, a click track and then ben would come up with a beat to that and i would do some background vocals to that and um it, it's sort of like the more we kept going the more it's sort of become anything can can start a song but that that's that's how we got going okay and what was it like working like socially distanced from each other um well it 
It worked surprisingly well. I mean, it, it would have been really cool to get together in real life, you know, mm-hmm. and we, we are hoping to, to do that soon when, while we keep working on new music to do it together. But, um, you know, we, we, we just did a lot of uh, emailing and a lot of texting, mm-hmm. a lot of group texts and, uh, and group emails. And um, it would really kind of just be like one part would be done. The next person would add to it. They'd send it to the next person, the next person. And then it would kind of sometimes go back around again, but it, it worked um, surprisingly well. It, it, it was, it was really amazing just, without having to uh discuss anything too much everyone would just add their their stuff and and the song would just keep developing until we were done with it and yeah it just seemed to work out every time that's awesome that's awesome wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was very uh, yeah it was a pleasant surprise definitely uh, so how did the track list come about for this record uh did you write the opener to be an opener closer to be a closer did you just shuffle everything until it sounded right um, we had all the songs done without really knowing what order they would be. Okay. And then, um, I think we, we just kind of discussed it with each other. Like, again, I think still through like group text messaging, like which ones we thought would go where, um, we were kind of just more concerned about the flow of the songs from one into the next and and how the whole thing moved from beginning to end as a complete ep so you know we kind of just just put them in the order that we felt flowed best okay uh so i want you to pick your favorite lyric off this ep and tell us the meaning behind it oh man that's kind of tough i gotta think about it for a minute Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of good ones and there's also some where I, I'm not even actually sure what the lyrics are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, I didn't really do um, much of, of any of lyric writing. My job was mostly to do like oohs and ahs and, mm-hmm. um, and, and layer vocals on what everybody else had done too. Like, uh, but um I really love in Original Sin that the part that Adam came up with, which again, I think was sort of this like breakthrough part where he says, uh, Original Sin um, took two in the head and now it's happening again, mm-hmm. which I'm not even sure what that means, but I really love it. Um, I, I really love in Trash, Anthony, a lot of the, the lyrics from from Trash, I think are, are really great that, that Anthony did. Um, the uh i fell in love with how it felt when you told me that i'm trash which is also kind of funny because he starts it off the way he sings it he says i fell in love i fell so much in love which it kind of sounds like it's going to be a very straightforward declaration of love and then he follows it up with uh with how it felt when you told me that i'm trash mm-hmm. which uh, is a nice uh twist an interesting surprise so you know those those are some of my my favorites i think all right. That's fair, all right. Uh, so which song off this record took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Um, man, uh, the, I don't know that any of them took that long to write, which was kind of one of the amazing things about the, the, the process is uh, 
the and it, I guess it was hard. It was hard to tell a little bit too because um, because of the way they were written with everything being emailed around and stuff. It's it's very hard to say for sure, but mm -hmm. I, I would say that that everything um, just flowed from one step to the next and relatively speaking came together easily we didn't have any song where it took long and was like because we were like oh we've got to figure out how to make this work or like mm -hmm. something's just not clicking here or we've got to rearrange there there wasn't one thing that we ever really went back and changed or felt like we had to um solve or, or figure out so you know, there really wasn't anything. I, I would say each song probably was, you know, about a week or so of us emailing stuff around and, and, and they were, it was all pretty much like that with every song. Um, as far as a favorite, again, I, it's really hard to say. Um, it's very, very hard to say. I think I'm waiting on you uh, if I have to pick one, but because that was the first one that came together. Mm -hmm. And um, so that kind of has a special place in my heart. Definitely. I like how you did say like, you know, each of the songs really didn't take all that long because it did just, the album feels like it's just kind of whatever was sent, you fit it into the song somehow. And clearly yeah. that's kind of what happened. That is exactly right. Yeah, there was not a lot of like analyzing and then kind of like reworking things. It was just like, yeah you got you get the the part that the last person made and then you just add your part to it and uh and it, it was great hell yeah so this project is basically just for fun then it's just like all of you just kind of it's a project that you don't have to stress about basically yeah yeah it, it exactly and um and really when we were doing it we didn't know if it would be even released or or like focused on onto the level that it has been like it, it, it's a lot more official and a lot more of a like real serious um release mm -hmm. than we ever even knew it, it would be or could be so yeah the whole the whole thing was was completely for fun but you know i guess and then really it's become more serious and official just because we were so happy with how it came out and wanted to put it out there and, and have people hear it. So, but I, yeah, I think we want to keep it in that, that kind of vein of it just being for fun and not stressing too much about anything. Definitely. Yeah. Even if somehow we're the biggest band in the world one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you uh, were creating the CP? Um, personally, my headspace was at the beginning of it, it was not very good because like I said, it was the middle of the pandemic. I think it was December or maybe the end of November mm. of the, in the pandemic. So, you know, a middle or like getting into the winter in, in pandemic times. And, um, I, I had been really frustrated by, trying to work on creative things at that point I would go through these stretches where I would maybe have some inspiration and and get get to work and then these other long stretches where I didn't do anything creative for for like weeks or, or months and it was also kind of frustrating because you know 
I was home a lot and obviously had the time, Mm -hmm. but uh, just didn't feel the like inspiration or the drive to, to do anything creative. So that was where I was at at the beginning of it. And, and I think that everyone was there to some extent. And then once this got going, once that first song got rolling, that all changed and like the next three or four months or whatever it was of, of working on this was like, totally transformed that mindset and, and got, got me into a whole different um, creative headspace. Mm-hmm. So the turnaround on this was really quick as well then. Like you yeah. didn't really sit on it. I thought it was like beginning of the pandemic kind of thing. And then. No, yeah, I, I think we started, yeah, like I said, I think we started the first song in December. I think we had all the songs for the EP done by February or March. And, oh. and and some more we have some a few more that we haven't released and uh and then it, it did take a little while to get it we we decided to have it like professionally mixed and mastered and you know like so that that actually took a couple of weeks whereas like it, it, i think it took almost as long to get everything figured out with releasing it and mastering it as it did to write it wow okay <laughs> you mentioned that you have a couple extra checks will those be released as b-sides or will those be put onto another like released um we would like them to be part of a a full-length album that's that's what we're thinking i i can't remember now it's been a little while but i think we had three songs that were done and probably like three songs that were ideas that just need to get like worked out some more and then ideally we'd like to get together in real life and uh Mm -hmm. and keep working on some more and then put out a full-length album at at some point amazing i'm excited to uh to hear that whenever it gets dropped Uh, uh, so how do you recommend your listeners to listen through this ep for the first time do you think they should cut off the lights put on some headphones actually take it all in or should they blast it as loud as they can on their best speakers what do you recommend um you know, I, I would say it, it, it depends on the person and how they enjoy listening to it. I think the, the way it's it's recorded and put together, it can it translates into a lot of different um, environments and scenarios. But I, I, I personally have really enjoyed listening to it on headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess for, from my personal perspective, it, it's sort of a good one to kind of just relax and then have on headphones and not really be doing anything else and to kind of just sit with it. Yeah. So that, that's what I'd recommend. That's good. Right. That's good one. Uh, this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe the CP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Oh, wow. Very good music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, so do you have a favorite memory you made while you were creating this record? Um, I think what, one of my favorites that comes off the top of my head is, um, at a certain point when we were really in this, where we were sending a lot of ideas back and forth, we would also get on these like group text messages that would, uh, just get, get going and going. And, uh, 
there was certain nights where like I'd be up till like 1.30 in the morning just group texting um, with everybody, which it, during the, you know, the, in the, the middle of the pandemic was a really nice thing. You know, it's like kind mm-hmm. of the closest you could get to, to hanging out with your friends. And yeah, uh, it was really nice. And I, we would just I, get into lots of different stuff. It wasn't just all about the, the, we weren't even talking about the band or, or the music anymore. We would kind of just go off on these tangents and, uh, and it was really fun. And, and it was really nice to, to connect with everybody. Definitely. Hell yeah. Uh, so are you guys planning to tour off this project at all? Like, I know you guys all have other much bigger projects that might conflict. Or are you thinking a live stream? We, we would like to do a, a real live show. And uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot to figure out with scheduling. There's mm-hmm. also a lot to figure out with how we would actually do a show but we've talked about you know like we we definitely want to do if if we if and when we do it we want to do something really um out of the ordinary you know like maybe try to find a weird venue for it i don't know like an art museum or yeah i don't know something that's not typical and maybe even involve the audience more in it somehow because there's so much like chanting and and things that could be sung along and made part of the recording so yeah we definitely want to do it it's just a matter of figuring out how and when okay right sounds great uh so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop you're going in what is your snack of choice oh man um my snack of choice i have been really just back into uh just straight just Doritos just yeah nacho cheese Doritos I went through a long time of not eating them I think mostly because I felt like they are just not good for you which they are you know it's (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they are but I think the the first time I I probably went like a year without having them and then had them one time like and I couldn't believe how much i enjoyed eating them yeah it's all <laughs> so about balance i've, I've been back there yeah i guess I, yeah i think that's the thing if, if you can eat them maybe once every week or two and not every day you'll be all right there yeah. you go there that you sounds go. good <laughs> um so obviously you've mentioned you guys want to put out a full length for this project at some point but you also have another band taking back sunday that has been dormant for a couple of years now haven't really put anything out are you have you guys worked on anything while you were locked up inside we didn't actually do very much while we were locked up inside um so right before the pandemic started we actually got together in the studio for a week and we we were writing and demoing and uh so that was supposed to be the beginning of our process of of making our next album and um, we, we didn't really follow up with that very much because like the way that, that our band works is usually we get together either in a studio or just in a room and everybody kind of like presents their ideas and everyone else kind of reacts to it in real time and adds their ideas to it. 
and sort of like there's a lot of back and forth and a lot of building on people's ideas and sort of like um changing ideas and sort of collaborating and developing the, these things in real time so it felt very difficult to do that um without being in a room together um we we did all kind of separately lay down ideas and some even songs and stuff and, and send them to each other um but we didn't follow through with anything until after the pandemic was over but then about uh, a little while ago we actually got together and started following up on the ideas we started laying down and some of the ones that we started um working on in the pandemic and we're, we're getting the getting things rolling again and, and getting yeah getting back to it so all right we'll, we'll have something something new soon but we're, we're unfortunately still at the beginning stages of it because of the the whole pandemic yeah that's fair, fair enough fair all enough. right uh so where do you see the band in the next five years um taking back sunday uh fucking whatever or fucking whatever oh okay. yeah I don't know. Um, it's, you know, one thing about this project that's been cool is we haven't planned a lot of things out or thought that far ahead. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that like, ideally, if I think about it right now, I think it would just be really cool if we can keep it going when in between everybody's projects and, and be able to keep it enough of a priority to get together and really um, work on music with each other, you know, at least a few times a year. I, I would hope by, you know, in five years, we would maybe have like three albums out or something and had figured out how to play live and, you know, and maybe had done some tours and some things like that. And I think that would be, that would be really cool. That'd be very cool. That's super ambitious for like the other projects that you guys have as well it like is. do you just not like to sleep like do you like to be constantly <laughs> working 24 <24/7? laughs> 7 it, it's uh well you know like the, the the way that this project has been it it does not feel uh it doesn't feel like work really mm -hmm. at all so if we can keep that vibe going it, it would make it very easy to uh to continue making music because it, it's it's not it's not hard really it's it's just very fun and like pure creative energy and not a lot of like overthinking or, or trying to do anything in particular mm -hmm. that's fair uh so for the last couple of questions we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row boom so oh. if you're on death row what would your last meal be with a drink oh wow um i would i'd probably have a like a, a a full lobster i think like a broiled main lobster mm -hmm. um with maybe some like garlic mashed potatoes and uh a bottle of good champagne that sounds, that sounds nice sounds Super like a fancy. way to go out yeah going out with a bang <laughs> yeah i mean i'm gonna be be dead soon i might as well go fancy right mm -hmm. so true yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. hmm. Let's see. 
I'm really gonna, I'm gonna take this taking this pretty seriously I as you should okay yeah I gotta really think about it for a minute there's a lot of things where like the movie is really cool you know like and the universe is cool but then it's like do you really want to live yeah in that, in that world you know you want to like, put yourself in that situation yeah it's like if you think about like the Marvel movies and that universe it's really cool to live in that world but then also like it seems like civilians are routinely getting like destroyed in buildings and cities and there's an apocalypse uh, every other day or something Mm -hmm. so that's you know that's not great no um (laughs) and then let's see i i you know what i i think it just you know it just hit me i i would like to live in the in the future which is now the past but the future world of back to the future too Mm -hmm. um that seemed really cool that seemed like a much cooler uh 2000 what was it 2000 i forget what what it was in in maybe 2016 or two yeah 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 it was 2016 2016. yeah that that was a much cooler 2016 than than our actual one so i i would like that i I would like even just to have those hoverboards i think would be enough or the shoes and the shoe yeah yeah too Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question and every single person that we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question okay what's your favorite color wow my favorite color mm-hmm. i'm gonna say uh turquoise that's Ooh, a good color it's a very good color good choice uh, so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug um no i mean that we got the, the the ep which i feel like we've plugged pretty well we've got it's on vinyl we've got uh different bundles that come with t-shirts and bags and all kinds of stuff so uh check that out you know we're uh we're on the internet fucking whatever the born losers records uh yeah get the album that's all i am here to promote really hell yeah well thank you for now that's been john nolan from fucking whatever and we're the good noise podcast <laughs>